Hello there, I'm Ivy Winfrey, the co-host of the Rocky Mountain Review. We unfortunately had to alter today's broadcast due to my co-host, Coda Babcock, suffering an injury that impedes his work. So instead for today, I'll cover the local news instead. The Rocky Mountain Review will be returning to our regular schedule soon. The Cameron Peak Fire grew to over 96,000 acres over Labor Day weekend, nearly tripling in size and causing many evacuation orders, according to Eric Larson at the Colorado Inn. In Fort Collins, ash was steadily falling Monday as the sky darkened to a burnt orange hue under the smoke plume caused by the expanding fire. The forecast for Fort Collins called for a high of 90 degrees, but temperatures remained in the low 60s all day, according to the Fort Collins weather station at Colorado State University. Firefighters continued working Monday to protect structures along Highway 14 in Pingree Park Road while monitoring the fire's southern flank along Long Draw Road, according to Operations Section Chief Tom Barter. The fire was listed at 4% containment Monday morning due to its continued growth. There are 795 personnel assigned to fight the fire. The current forecast for the incoming cold front calls for anywhere from 6 to 18 inches of snow in the area of the fire, according to incident meteorologist Corey Modis. Temperatures are expected to be in the low 20s overnight Monday into Tuesday, according to Operations Section Chief John Teutrine, quote, With the weather coming in, that will give us the opportunity over the next several days to go from a defensive posture back to an offensive posture, end quote. The cause of the fire, which ignited August 13th, is believed to be of human origin, but remains under investigation. Colorado State University ordered mandatory 19 COVID-19 testing for over 600 students after wastewater monitoring indicated that some of the residents of Braden Hall, University Village, and Corbett Hall might be infected with coronavirus, according to J.C. Marmaduke at the Coloradoan. The university had been monitoring wastewater in several key locations in order to detect signs of COVID-19, according to an email sent to students living on campus. Wastewater monitoring results from Braden Hall indicate that there are, quote, signs of COVID-19 within the hall and further testing could prevent spread from occurring. The school provided free testing Thursday and Friday at Canvas Stadium, and students who don't complete testing on campus are expected to otherwise arrange a test. According to the email sent to students, testing was mandatory and students could only opt out for medical or religious reasons. Students to opt out or don't get tested might be required to quarantine for 14 days, according to the email. As of Thursday, CSU has confirmed 105 COVID-19 cases among students, faculty, and staff since March. That total includes 34 cases since residence halls opened for the fall semester August 17th. The Centers for Disease Control announced a moratorium on evictions across the nation that took effect Friday, protecting some individuals from evictions if they made less than $99,000 a year or $198,000 a year for couples. The, CS the CDC's announcement of the order state that, quote, evictions of tenants could be detrimental to public health control measures to slow the spread of COVID-19. However, according to J.C. Marmaduke at the Coloradoan, despite the federal order, Colorado courts may still process eviction filings, and it will be likely up to individual judges to decide whether the federal order applies in eviction cases. 
Tenants will need to present their landlords with a signed declaration stating that they meet the income requirements, have exhausted all possible methods of paying rent, and would become homeless if, if evicted. Colorado Governor Jared Polis's executive order that banned most evictions for non-payment expired in May, and a more selective state moratorium expired in mid-June. Polis's executive order extending the mandatory notice period for an eviction will expire September 9th, unless he opts to extend the order again like he did in August. That order requires landlords to give tenants 30 days of warning before pursuing an eviction, up from the normal requirement of 10 days. Larimer County Sheriff's Office spokesman David Moore says that the Sheriff's Office is reviewing the order, but there have been no marching orders for deputies to stop serving writs of restitution in enforcing evictions. LCSO carried out 55 evictions between March and August, down from 142 during the same period last year. Deputies served 112 writs of restitution between March and August, down from 235 during the same period last year. It's not clear how many of the evictions happened because of unpaid rent. And that's the news I have for today. I've been your host, Ivy Winfrey. The Rocky Mount Review will return to our normal schedule soon. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. KCSU wants to hear what you have to say. Call the KCSU Vox Pop line to voice your opinions on important and impactful events in our community. Your voicemail might be featured online or played on the radio. Call 970-491-2388 and let us know how your experiences have been with CSU's COVID-19 testing. Again, that's 970-491-2388. Thank you.